0: It is Thursday, March 9th, and this is your Morning Mud. So it is brought to you by Mudwater. Mudwater is a coffee alternative, as well as the most aptly named sponsor for this show ever, with one-seventh of the caffeine as a regular cup of coffee. It's made with masala chai, cacao, mushrooms, turmeric, sea salt, cinnamon, and that is it. And I know what you're thinking, Matt, you are somebody who loves caffeine, why would you be hawking for a company that is advertising less caffeine? And that's because it worked. It's true. I love caffeine. I used to drink two energy drinks a day, and now I might have one a week. All thanks to Mudwater. If you or someone you love might want to make the switch to Mudwater, all you have to do is head on over to muddiedwatersoffreedom.com mud to make the switch today. Good morning, everybody. It is me, Matt Wright, the editor in chief here at Muddied Waters Media, and we have a fantastic show for you today. I hope everybody has a fantastic Thursday coming up. And let's get into the news. Now, last year we reported on this show that the then acting president of the United States, Joe Manchin, was making a lot of waves by holding up a lot of what the Biden administration was trying to get passed. Now, one of the things that we weren't sure whether or not he was going to vote for it was the Inflation Reduction Act. It turned out that he, was, he ended up voting for it. And after we did some digging and some diving and Looking into whatever it is that we could, we discovered that he got a $10,000 donation from one of the lobbyists, lobbying groups, that was supportive of the Inflation Reduction Act. Whether this was the reason he voted for the Inflation Reduction Act or not, we don't know, but we know that that is something that happened and he ended up agreeing to it. Another side of it could be that a lot of jobs were promised to West Virginia should he vote for it. Even though a lot of the bill was kind of meant to take away jobs in West Virginia, but these jobs were specifically going to go there, so at least there'd be something to parlay it into should jobs start to get lost. Well, things have not gone quite as Joe Manchin has planned with the Inflation Reduction Act, and. He is not happy and he wants to reclaim his throne as the acting president of the united states the issue that he is now having is he is the senate is not 50 50 anymore the senate the democrats have the senate 51 to 49 which means he uh isn't that deciding vote he will always need to get one more person on so he is not the happiest person in the world right now. He has felt as though the implementation of the the electric vehicle tax credits that were included in the Inflation Reduction Act um, were not done properly. He said, at every turn, this administration has ignored congressional intent when implementing the Inflation Reduction Act. While Daniel Werfel, the guy that's... Uh, been nominated to run the irs while daniel werfel is supremely qualified as to serve as the irs commissioner i have zero faith he will be given the autonomy to perform the job in accordance with the law and for that reason i cannot support his nomination now joe manchin is taking his anger and pointing it directly at this administration and not supporting anybody that they have coming through um on Wednesday, yesterday, he said he w- will vote against Daniel Werfel, who is who is Biden's choice to head the IRS because he's unhappy with how the administration has been implementing the Inflation Reduction Act, um, which was supposed to provide nearly 80 billion in funding for the new tax enforcement agency. But since some of those things didn't go through, they didn't happen, they got pushed, he didn't appreciate that. And so now he's saying, no, I'm not going to do this because you're not doing the things that you're supposed to do. So I'm not approving the people that you want to put in place. Um, the, uh, The Senate is supposed to be voting on is was supposed to be voting on werfel last night and at the time of recording they had not yet i was trying to keep an eye on it but they had not yet but one of the issues that they are going to be facing is that three democrats are going to be missing the vote Senator Dianne Feinstein was hospital last week with shingles or, you know, most people call it dementia. Uh, John Fetterman, as we all know, has been in a hospital for the last three weeks because of uh, depression. And Senator Tom Carper from Delaware announced on Tuesday he tested positive for COVID-19 and has to isolate himself at home until he recovers so they won't be there. So when you add Mansion to the list of people that aren't going to be voting or voting against the Republicans technically have the Senate at this moment. Um, the It is still expected that Werfel is going to make it through to the next round uh, and be appointed um, because six Republican senators voted to advance Werfel on a procedural vote held at lunchtime yesterday. With uh, Bill Cassidy, Susan Collins, Chuck Grassley, Lisa Murkowski, Tom Tills, and Todd Young all voting yes to uh, approving him to be the new head of the IRS. So even with Joe Manchin coming out and making his stand and the three uh, Democrat senators not being there, This guy looks like he is still going to get through and he's still going to get passed uh, and become the head of the IRS. But that is not the case for everybody. Um, The day before, on Tuesday, uh, Manchin said that he would vote against Biden's nominee to sit on the FCC, Gigi Sohn. Uh, He said he couldn't vote for her because she faced unprecedented bipartisan opposition to her nomination as a result of her years of partisan activism, inflammatory statements online, and partisan alliances with far-left groups. With him saying that he will not be supporting her, Son announced that she would uh, withdraw herself from consideration and dropped out. And. This brought on a lot of, uh, praise from Ted Cruz, who's saying that somebody like Gigi Sohn should not actually be in charge of the FCC because as he says, free speech is too important for bipart- for partisanship. which would be true if you actually believe that Ted Cruz also believed that. Um, I personally don't, I think that he would silence somebody if he could. Um, so Joe Manchin is upset about how the Inflation Reduction Act has been going on, and he is not, he is not going to be uh, supporting any Democratic candidates. And what you have to wonder about Manchin is next year is his, elec- is his re-election year a lot of people in west virginia feel as though he was he sold them out by voting for the inflation reduction act because nobody in west virginia really wanted it and the 10,000 dollar bribe that he took in order to vote for it so he needs to win them back and how do you win them back you start denying anything that the party that that they are angry at starts wanting he is going to start facing off against the party for as much as he can and if he doesn't feel as though he has a chance of winning a Democratic primary because there's a chance that the Democrats may primary him, if he feels he can't win that primary, he may drop and run third party to kill the Democrats' chances altogether. Or there is a minimal, minimal chance that he instead decides to run for president of the United States against Joe Biden. Now in an interview on CBS last weekend, he was asked if this was something that he was considering and he said he hasn't made any decisions and yada, the the same thing that everybody says when you know that they're absolutely thinking about this. Um, But what it kind of sounds like is that Joe Manchin is planning on running third party. He wouldn't say which party. I know some parties that would probably not take him. And I know other parties that probably would take him. But which if he decides to run third party, he could siphon off enough votes from the Democrats that whoever the Republican nominee could just easily walk through. So here's who knows? Joe Manchin is is attempting to reclaim his throne as the acting president of the United States. And anytime that there is that kind of contention going on on the Hill, I love it uh, because that means less things get passed, which means less uh, restrictions on my life and less taxes. So here's to Joe Manchin. Fingers crossed, buddy. I hope that you are able to make this work. Um, Stay tuned through these commercials. We will be right back for the rest of the show. Uh, Talk to you all real soon. Welcome back and let's talk some more about the budget and what is going on in that world. Um, we talked about this a little bit the other day with uh, Republicans and Democrats fighting over what constitute a cut and what constitutes a reform when it comes to social security and Medicare and Medicaid and how those are going to be the massive things that people are going to be arguing about when it comes to the budget. Now, President Biden, has released a budget that he will have the house hopefully voting on for him, um, for you, not so much, but, um, he's going, he released a budget and this budget is estimated to have somewhere between 2 trillion and 3 trillion in tax hikes. $2 2 trillion in 3 trillion in tax hikes. Um Biden said the pro- the budget proposal would lower the national deficit 2 trillion in the next uh over the next decade, but that would also require them to stop spending. And if you increase the taxes, you know they're going to increase the spending. So it won't actually be able to do that. Um but yes, 2 trillion uh dollars in tax hikes. Uh, He has also stated that this plan won't include tax increases on Americans earning less than $400,000 annually, which oddly enough is the exact same amount of money that Joe Biden just happens to make, $400,000. But... As my exceptionally brilliant audience knows, when you raise the taxes on people making more than $400,000 annually, and they are the ones who are producing things and different corporations are the ones who are producing things and you're raising the taxes on them, who ends up paying for that? It's not, okay, well, we're just not going to raise the cost of everything and pay more taxes. No, we're going to raise the cost of everything because now we're paying more in taxes. So in order to make sure that we still are solvent and we can still keep business running, and everything going we need to raise prices so the people making less than four hundred thousand dollars annually are going to end up paying the tax that joe biden is saying don't worry you hey look don't worry you're not going to have to worry about that you will not pay one dime over uh, more in taxes if you make more than four hundred thousand Less than, less than $400,000 annually, you know, come on, come on, man, Jack. Um, now, obviously this is coming up with a ton of opposition, uh, but the Democrats, all they're saying back to the Republicans right now is, well, where's your plan? Show us your plan. Um one of the things that's another thing that's in joe biden's plan is a uh, medicare solvency uh and the plan extends to seek the lifetime of medicare hospital insurance trust fund by at least 25 years and like we said the other day that is going to be insolvent by 2028 with social security being 2032 um But that means that they're going to have to raise the taxes on earned and unearned income above $400,000. Now, unearned income is, again, money that hasn't been earned. It's not real. It's your your stock prices are at X amount of dollars, but you haven't cashed it in. So you don't actually have that money, but they want you to pay the taxes on that money. If Bitcoin is... If Bitcoin goes to the moon for a week, you—they want you to pay taxes on the peak. They don't want you to pay taxes on the valley, just the peak. That's the earned and unearned income. Um, So he wants uh, a higher tax rate on earned and unearned income. What he wants to do is raise it from a 3.5% rate for people making over $400,000 to a 5% rate. He wants to jack it up 1.5% for people making over $400,000. So obviously Republicans are like, no, you can't do that. That's a massive increase. And liberals are very happy with what they said. Um, And they say that it, Includes measures aimed at cutting costs for beneficiaries as a step in a, in the right direction. Mitch McConnell, who should be the Senate majority leader, if the Republicans were smarter and didn't put up people like Herschel Walker and Mehmet Oz, actually Mehmet Oz, I'm going to get sidetracked here. Mehmet Oz, I don't know if he was the difference maker in that one because yeah, he was running against a stroke victim. Um, But Shapiro did win with 14 points. He won by 14 points over his opponent. So if you can't beat your opponent by 14 points and uh, coattail the Senate candidate with you, that Senate candidate would have had to be absolutely terrible. And the Senate candidate was absolutely terrible in this situation. So I don't really blame Oz for that. I blame um, the... Guy that ran for governor is a Republican who I don't remember his name right now, um, so, so uh, I totally lost where I was because I did that, um, as a step in the 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 the, the oh yeah, so Mitch McConnell should be the should be the uh, Senate Majority Leader, but he said in his very turtle-like cocaine Mitch voice if it wasn't for the house Republicans taking control, these things would probably become law. And it's because they are in there that you don't have to worry about these new taxes. Um, (laughs) Biden also plans on strengthening social security, uh, which again, as we said the other day, cut reform, yada, yada, yada. Uh, when you are looking at all of this biden is going to be shooting for the moon with medicare social security uh medicare social security medicaid and saying we need to increase we need to increase we need to increase because what they are doing is the same thing that kevin mccarthy is doing on certain votes in the house they want to put it on record everybody that did not vote to ex to extend or to increase the uh, money going to these programs while Kevin McCarthy is having them vote on other uh, on other issues, like, uh, I totally should have written these down, um, have them voting on other issues about guns and about abortion and about uh, things like that, so that way they have those on record. They're just trying to get everything on record right now so when they run next year, They can say, these people voted against increasing Medicare costs or Medicare funding. These people wanted to vote, uh, increase Medicare costs, things like that. Um, That is what is happening. Um, Both sides are paying close attention to Biden's uh, spending levels for defense. And I can't think of why people would be looking at Biden's proposed spending levels for defense unless... He's thinking about entering a war with a foreign nation. That's the only thing I could possibly think of on why you people would be worried about that. But that's it. Um, This bill isn't going to go anywhere. There's no way the Republicans are going to pass it. The question is, what are the Republicans going to put into their bill in order to uh, counteract what it is that... uh, In order to counteract what it is that biden is putting in so uh put it in the comments what do you think the republicans are going to put in their bill to counteract biden's bill um yeah uh put that in the comments let me know what you all think That is the episode. Thank you all so much for tuning in. If you enjoy what is happening here at Muddied Waters Media, I ask you to do a couple of simple favors for us. Please, whatever podcasting platform you are listening to us on, give us a five-star review. Also, leave a review. And the biggest way that you can help is by sharing this episode with your friends. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We will see you again very soon. And remember, where we're going We don't need roads.